This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 165. Hey, this is Kim from TennisFixation.com, your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Well, I'm back with more great tennis tips for you. And today we're talking about when is the ball out in tennis? Seems like it ought to be simple, right? So when is the ball out? Is it out when I call it out? Is it out when my partner calls it out? Or is it out if my opponent sees it out? Or is it only out when it's actually out? Hmm. In this episode, I'll let you know exactly when the ball is out in tennis. So you guys have been fantastic at continuing to send me your questions over the past few years. I really appreciate it. Many, many of your questions are, of course, rules questions. And if you've listened to this podcast for a while now, you know I love to talk about the rules. So here's a question I received very recently from Tennis Quick Tips listener Phyllis. Phyllis says, when you are playing doubles and your partner calls the ball out, I feel this should be the end of the point. My friend thinks he can hit the ball back and try to win the point if the ball didn't go out. By calling the ball out, I think that stops play for all. What should happen? So when I look at Phyllis's question, I think what she is asking is, first of all, who makes the call as to whether the ball is in or out? It sounds like in her match, her partner called a ball out, but her opponent continued to play the ball because he thought his ball was in. So what should happen? Is the ball out because her partner called it out? Or is it possibly in if the opponent thinks it's in and continues to play. What we need to do here is look to the rules, of course. As you all know, I'm here in the United States where the USTA has adopted the ITF rules of tennis and the code. And these almost always apply to any tennis match you play. Even if you're in another country, not the United States, I promise you, The ITF rules of tennis most likely apply to you, and it is very likely that the code also applies. You should definitely be carrying a copy of the rules and the code in your tennis bag for these on-court situations where either a rules dispute arises or you're just not sure what the rule is. So let's look at the rules and the code to figure out Phyllis's question. First, I can tell you the rules do not tell us who gets to make the call of whether a ball is in or out. Rule 12 tells us that, quote, if a ball touches a line, 
it is regarded as touching the court bounded by that line, end quote. In other words, a ball is in if it lands inside the court or lands on the line. And that also means if any part of the ball at all touches the line, the ball is in. Even if one of those fuzzy little hairs on the ball touches the line and the rest of the ball doesn't, the ball is still in. And that's why we get these calls that are sometimes questionable, whether they're in or out. So the code confirms this in paragraph 7, which states, quote, if any part of a ball touches a line, the ball is good. A ball 99% out is still 100% good. A player shall not call a ball out unless the player clearly sees the space between where the ball hits and a line. End quote. So like I said, even if that little fuzz on the ball touches the line, it's in. Unfortunately, the rules don't tell us who gets to make that call. We have to look at the code to get that answer. So, going back to the code, here's what it says. First, in paragraph 5, the code tells us, quote, Player makes calls on own side of net. A player calls all shots landing on or aimed at the player's side of the net. End quote. So in Phyllis's scenario, when the ball was on Phyllis's side of the court, either her or her partner can call the ball in or out, not the opponent's. And just FYI, whatever call one partner makes stands for both. We know this because paragraph 9 of the code says, quote, either partner may make calls in doubles. Although either doubles partner may make a call, the call of a player looking down a line is more likely to be accurate than that of a player looking across a line, end quote. So if your partner calls the ball out, it's out for both of you. If your partner says the ball is in, it's in for both of you. So once Phyllis's partner called the ball out, she's right, the ball was out. The opponent does not make that call since the ball was not on the opponent's side of the net. At least that's what I'm picturing from the way Phyllis phrased her question. The point was over. There was no reason for the opponent to keep playing the ball. Now, the opponent might question that call. He could say, are you sure? Or really, it was out, but the call is definitely going to the players who, where the ball was on their side of the net, Phyllis and her partner in this scenario. But was it wrong for the opponent to hit the ball after the call was made? Phyllis is saying, shouldn't the opponent just have stopped because the point was over? Well, maybe or maybe not. I can imagine myself hitting a ball after it's called out just because I was already in motion. In other words, sometimes the out call comes and you're already anticipating what shot you will be hitting. 
you're already setting up for it, and you just can't stop yourself from hitting the ball. So in that case, you might go ahead and hit the ball even though that out call has already occurred. But honestly, that doesn't sound like what Phyllis is asking about. She says that her opponent not only hit the ball after it was called out, but was trying to win the point as if the ball didn't go out. How would that be appropriate or even possible? Maybe the opponent thought the call was not just wrong, but might actually be reversed. I guess that's possible. The code does say in paragraph 12, quote, a player who calls a ball out shall reverse the call if the player becomes uncertain or realizes that the ball is good. The point goes to the opponent and is not replayed, end quote. So maybe that's what happened. But obviously, if that is what happened, it wouldn't be necessary for the opponent to hit the ball back because the code does say the opponent gets the point when the call is reversed or if the caller is uncertain. So the opponent doesn't have to keep playing. If you call a ball out and then go, oh, oh, sorry, I was wrong, the opponent gets the point. And I'm just throwing that one out there so that you know. If you reverse your call, your opponent gets the point. It's not a let. And if you and your partner disagree on a call, if one of you says it's in while the other one says it's out, again, your opponent will get the point. Just check out the code, paragraph 14, for what happens when partners disagree. All of this is a roundabout way of saying, yes, Phyllis, when your partner called that ball out on your side of the net, play should have ended and your opponent should not have continued to try and win the point. Maybe his return of the ball was just a reflex and possibly, maybe, if it wasn't, it was a little rude to continue depending on the timing. But once your partner made the out call, the ball was out and the point was over. The big lesson here is one I'm always touting. Know the rules. Carry the rules with you. Don't lose out on points or replay points because someone else claims they know the rules and you find out later they were wrong. I know the idea of sitting down and reading the rules through like you're reading a book doesn't sound that great, but there are not a lot of rules. The code itself isn't very long and you will be happy you read through them when those weird situations come up on court. Well, that's it for this week's Tennis Quick Tip. Thanks so much for listening. I promise I am back, and I am going to give you an update on what I've been doing recently so that you know where I've been and what's been going on with my tennis game. But for now, I just want to say thanks for listening, and happy tennis.